Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're in. Yeah. We're in. Uh, what we talking about? <laughs> what we do? <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the Say That Again podcast. Say that again. What's I'm good, Trevor? y'all? Ryan. Ryan, I might be Gary today. I think I'm going to be oh, Gary. Oh, yeah, you fancy, just for the, huh? You fancy. Man, I had a moment today at work, man, where I, I was professional, and then I I had a flashback into security life. And, at work? Yeah, man. That, all right, well, let's get into it. Since Run we, it. Yeah, we go. do it. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody, how you doing? No, <laughs> um, so I'm at work, man, and, and obviously I'm in construction, and we at the warehouse, and Truck shows up. He's got a delivery. We taking stuff off the truck. Cool. Put a little ding in the in the shit happens in this industry. Okay, right? Yeah. Train yard it's trucks. Truck. It's construction. Yeah. Trucks are gonna get hit by metal. Metal's gonna clang, bang, whatever. Hit it, whatever. He not tripping. Hey, uh, could I just talk to your manager? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Call him out. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go get it checked out. Give you a little quote. See oh, if this it's is a, a client or a customer. It's a customer. He okay. brings. He's bringing right, product in, right? So cool. Manager ain't tripping. Dude comes back again with another shipment, right? Cool. Need you to get your manager again. Word. Manager come out. Dude go into his bag of. Yeah, my guy. You know, it's gonna be a couple hundred dollars to to <laughs> fix. Wooty wooty woot, right? So immediately my mind just goes, here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. yeah. And and I'm kind of reading my manager and his his vibe is like, damn, here we go again. Okay. And the first thing out of his mouth, fuck no, we not doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where real we at? quick. Zero to hundred real quick. I fuck with you, manager. Right. right? And it's like, okay, cool. The damage ain't that bad. It's just a little piece of metal that a nothing a soft mallet and twenty minutes of Bang, bang, Mm -hmm. wouldn't fix out because that's what they're going to do when they take it to the shop, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. So fast forward to to 10 minutes. He now pulls his truck over to the end gate. Well, it was locked because we was getting ready to close. So employee is sitting there waiting to let him out. I'm not leaving until I get a written acknowledgement, um, uh, something to to Uh, pay for this, right? Okay, cool. Uh, He want to talk to you again, (laughs) right? That's what I'm just doing. I'm just transfer of lightning. You don't get much information from me. Right. right? Entrapment. You're not getting ready to entrap me. And so this time as I'm doing that, he's he's like, yo, what's your name? And I'm walking away, right? And in my mind, I just had a flashback. I'm not going to say nothing, but y'all know this. I hope he comes back. And oh, it was, Lord. Uh, man, in my mind, I, I thought it was going to be one of them moments where he was going to say something after the, hey, what's your name, right? And I'm like, okay, he didn't say nothing. So manager come back over, take pictures, flipping out, and he's just going off on the manager again. And I'm like, damn, they just 86 this motherfucker from construction Golly, man. <laughs> on a Tuesday. What kind, of, what kind of vehicle was it? It was his He had a semi-truck, right? Uh-huh. No, an actual semi-truck. And uh-huh. so he had pallets of stuff. So this that's what I'm saying. A lot of this stuff is thousands and thousands of pounds. Yeah. It's so going to like do damage. A commercial, vehicle? Okay. A, a commercial truck, bro. Mm. And you, oh, well, that's what we got to do to get it fixed. Okay, cool. But you raising your voice. Keep raising your voice, you gonna get raised. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh man, that's, that's what we doing today. But it, it ended up just working out that it was like, luckily it was me and not 
somebody else because it, it would have went left. He was trying to goat you. He was trying to goat you into something, bait you into something. A couple hundred yeah, dollars. That, Sounds just, like or it. Or to just bully you into paying for something that, yeah. that he wasn't going to give me. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Not but I. And you're working to paying for something. Yeah. Some yeah. bullshit, though. That's what it happened to be. But mm. I, I say that to say this. At some point on this podcast, we're going to have a segment of you need your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to I think the people that, have yeah. spoken. And, and it's, yeah, there's, we got some stories to kind of <laughs> not get into, but we, we got some things that we could get yeah, into because there's, there's some things we could talk about. Right, man, the Wild Wild West wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. It did teach some things. Um, <laughs> speaking of the Wild Wild West, man, we got a big day tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, the inauguration. <laughs> yep. Yep. I wonder what's going to go on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Gosh. No man Like do you guys what's your, what's your feeling Do you think it'll go off Without a hitch Do you guys have any ang- Feelings of anxiety Are uh, you believing The hype around it what, What's happening I'm not believing The hype around it Like it's gonna be Some massive thing Coordinated across the country mm-hmm. um, I'm not believing That hype But uh, I'd imagine There's gonna be Pockets of dumb shit That happen mm-hmm. You know Somewhere Throughout the country um, Stay vigilant be ready so you don't have to get ready kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, but other than that, I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be some massive you know, conspiracy you, between all these different groups that are going to try to take down each individual state house. Right. But like they're saying is going to happen. Or, do you guys... Um, uh, do you guys... Uh, as a rule, do you guys is that something you guys tune into or have tuned into? The inauguration? Oh, yeah, the inauguration. I, yeah, yeah no, you pay I, attention to it. I've got no interest in it. I, I did Obama's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, Aretha I Franklin. Yeah, oh, come on, man, you got to. It was look whether you here to hear him speak or it's just because you a brother. You why, know why I mean? they mad? Why are they mad that Garth Brooks is uh, performing at the inauguration? There's been I heard there's been a little buzz or some. It's like what difference does it make? Okay, I, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I haven't even paid attention to that. Um, I think because he's a Republican, people were like, "You shouldn't." I'm like, well, come country, on, man, right? It's, Country is associated with Republicans, and so, and, and so like, you're, you're in the weeds. I feel like you guys are in the weeds with that. They who, are, whoever they are. reaching it's, a little bit, like throwing rocks at the sun yeah. a little bit. Hey, um, the Fed's loving it though. Keep that division so they can keep that power. <laughs> so I mean, we're we're not it, thinking it's going to be any. Well, two thousand dollar checks just went out the window, right? You see that? No. Oh, did they shoot that down? Now it's down to fourteen hundred. <laughs> well, no, it was four, it was always fourteen hundred in addition no, to the original six hundred. Biden said he was going to do two thousand again. He was going to say do an additional two thousand and and get that legislation oh, going right off that. the bat. And then all of a sudden, now he's now he's kind of come coming back out, backtracking on the two thousand, saying you know possibly fourteen hundred, possibly they'll do some other type of stimulus instead of just direct cash and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, that changed quick. Mm, I didn't. Know. I never. I hadn't heard that. I had, that two thousand. I had heard that it was an additional fourteen hundred that he was seeking to make it two thousand. But I. Well, didn't. that's what they were wanting another bill to do mm-hmm. with Trump mm-hmm. and and trying to get that going. And then you know now there's because no, of, I remember because Trump, of what but, happened because mm-hmm. of what happened and everything. You know nobody's working with Trump or the mm-hmm. the administration at all now. Right? They're just doing they're just doing the the uh, transition stuff. Yeah, transition stuff, man. How do you think that? How do you think that we should regard? I don't even want to get into the politics too tough, man, because we got a, a good topic to get into. But how do you think we should regard the fact that in um, a very, very critical time with regards to the rollout of the vaccine, regardless of how you feel about the vaccine, how do you feel about this period of time since the vaccine was, um, I guess, cl- cleared? 
the president, as, as the president said in the debate, I'm president for four years. Do you feel like, um, how much damage do you think was done or how much time was lost or how inefficient do you think it was? However you want to look, look at it in terms of his central focus being stop the steal as opposed to really, really putting focus and energy into getting that vaccine out, communicating the logistics of the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. Because right now the news cycle is that the vaccine rollout is a, is a mess, right? Yeah, um, I haven't paid attention too much to the vaccine rollout. I know that that was uh, all of those logistics and everything were Mike Pence's. That was highly Mike, bureaucratic. Yeah, that From, was that was Mike Pence's part of part of his project, right? Because it wasn't he the he was made the coronavirus czar, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I'd imagine part of the you know a, a great deal of that responsibility is, is going to be. Blamed on Trump, but probably should be blamed on Mike Pence as well. I think, um, I especially mean, just, if he's supposed to be out there coordinating the different armed forces, because that's what you know. That was what he was tasked to do: was coordinate the different different branches of the military to get that delivery going. Um, I don't know. I they think, treating they treating him like they treating Trump like like Will Smith on Fresh Prince. Just blame it all on Will. Just blame it all on Trump. <laughs> Everything that's getting ready. To, just blame, I mean, on his way yeah. out. Just blame it on him. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think that there's a waiting list. Look, I think oh, it's. Yeah. I think it's weird. Me personally, and I'm. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I sit glued to the TV and all the news cycles and this and that. And the other. You're aware. I do think, but I. I don't think that I can recall our president, the president, making a single dedicated statement pertinent to the coronavirus since the election. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, I yeah, I can't I can't think of it either. Not since the election. That's um, that's a problem. When, yeah. I mean, he's been a problem since the since the election and well before that. You know, yeah. Anyway, with all kinds of stuff. Moving on from that, I suppose, Junior, how you feeling, man, about your Ravens? So let's 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 Ooh. check. Let's do a wellness check. I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. First and foremost, Lamar Jackson it looked like he's okay. He he took a shot to the head. So he health health uh, health Mahomes. first and. For me, Mahomes is hurt too. So two is premier. He, be out? he might I come think he's back. Play, but here's the thing: I'd imagine he's going to play. It's going to be not. hard. It's going to be hard. I don't know. I, he I got rocked. I he mean, got it, rocked. Yeah, he, it he was, was. And it wasn't more so of him getting rocked. I think it was whatever that happened after the initial head he, hitting. Yeah. It extended his like spine, and I, just I think feel his like, neck was tucked or something. Yeah. It was like a stinger. It was just it was a like weird a nerd stinger. Thing. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when he got up, he was definitely he was woozy. Crazy legs. legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. chicken legs. He had the yeah. He was doing the crazy crazy chicken for yeah, sure. The funky chicken, man. Um, yeah. Man, that's uh, I don't know, man. I, I wanted I wanted the Ravens to win that game. I did too. Um, let me first give some praise to the Bills fans. For raising two hundred ninety thousand for Lamar's charity. Yep, I saw. That. Oh, did they that do that? Cool. That was cool. immediately. Talk about it immediately. Tone, I don't know. People, Tell me about. Um, so, what is this charity? It's like so, a it's a, a homeless charity, right? Yeah, or he it's gives a to children's it homeless like charity. Two hundred two thousand kids oh, or something a week or something like that that mm -hmm. he's doing. Is it in Louisville? Uh, I think somewhere so. where wherever where I think. It, but he does that on a consistent basis, and so when he got hurt. Some people started tweeting, "Hey, we're donating yeah, to Lamar's Bills Mafia." Hashtag Bills, Bills Mafia. Mafia, and then That's like awesome, five man. people started doing. It. And then all of a sudden, like within twenty four hours, we had that much money. Golly, and it was like it, it was, they were calling for like you know give five dollars or something like that. And to, I think to 
Lamar's charity or something like that, and then mm-hmm. they were tagging like Bills that. Mafia bucks, and all eight that bucks, stuff. His eight number. bucks, his number, yeah, that's right, his jersey, oh, that's right. eight bucks. And like so that. then, that makes me feel good. when he was going to the, um, when they were getting on the the team plane, Bills fans were out there. He went over and took pictures with him and gave autographs with Bills fans mm-hmm. as hmm. well as the Ravens fans. So I think they looking at him more than just a player because of what you do and what you stand for. And so that's a testament to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. cool. shout out him. They got yeah. rid, we let go of uh, Mark Ingram. I saw mm. that big trust. But that's yeah. what we do. We make moves immediately. As soon as the season is over. Well, that's what they're they hungry have to though. They they're, they're, they're trying to they're going after a chip. You and know, but, you could but tell. Our, we got two running backs that's nice so we can we can part ways with him and still well, be Well, and like, they, you have a window with a very dynamic quarterback and you want to maximize that time frame that you have with that quarterback. Yeah. And and so, you know, if you got to let Mark Ingram go, he was a good player and everything, but he's not the same player he was 3 years ago. Yeah. You gotta, he's gotta we got to get something better than the, depending on Lamar because bro. when it comes to playoffs, teams know just shut him down and that's it. Who am I to say anything? What do I know? I did not like the game plan and the play calls. Man, there were some bogus play calls, man. There was not a lot of diversity. Yeah. I, I just don't think that the, 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 the game plan, the offensive game plan, the offensive coordination was conducive we to success. We were dropping some, some easy money it, balls. It, it was one-dimensional. Defense man. It was easy didn't to blitz shoot. the first half. Like, we blitzed more than anybody. I just it didn't was, like it, man. There's, yeah, there was that changing shit up in the playoffs. Stick to your guns, yeah, man. So you need some play action passes. You need some stuff. Some you got to set some stuff up to yeah. loosen things up. And I just didn't. Uh, I was disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's that this bad. is year two that that's happened. You know, and like I said, even looking at Mahomes, if it's you know, hopefully, God willing, this injury, you know, is nothing major to where he can come back and be at full strength. You know, yeah, and, and, yeah. and play. You know, and I hope and, he can. I mean, you know, they're they're going to be looking at him because it's it's know. it's three vets in there right now that Man, want this shit. Breeze is done. Is are we going to see Drew Breeze again? I don't no, think he's I think coming he back. Already, he yeah, he, he didn't, made he didn't officially announce, but he's he told people to around him, and and they've you know leaked that. To him and Brady had a moment on the field I after the game with were... with Breeze's family, and Brady threw him a uh, threw his son a pass and was like, "Hey, we could have used you tonight." Only Brady would get away. Threw him a touchdown. Yeah, only Brady. I want to talk about Tom. Brady when we get into this conversation that's that's going to be a, a oh, topic yeah. that's, that's going to be a subject matter that we should discuss on that topic Brady Rogers right isn't that the this uh, is going to be that's going to be yeah. interesting hey man could you imagine I think Green Bay is going to win that game but I do think Green Bay is going to take it all I cut you, you off think so that. no you fine boss you think Green Bay that's your pick that's my sleeper pick. So if Mahomes come back, comes back and it's Mahomes against Rodgers, you're going Rodgers over, over Kansas City? I look City? at their defense, man. Yeah. Their defense is nice. And then Devontae Adams is playing like he from mm-hmm. Mars or something. He's, he's playing like Tyreek played last year. Yeah. He, he, yeah he, he's letting this game do the talking. Mm-hmm. And, and Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers is locked in. And that's not to take away from uh, – and Dominic and Sue, I want my boy, I want my fellow I know you know, you high do. school teammate to yeah. win one, you know, because Tom Brady is right there, and who better? And it's gonna be good, bro. I it's would gonna love, be good. I, I would love. I'm a fan of football. I, it's too. gonna be good, bro. Man. Like, I'm a fan. I'm. I love what we're gonna see from Aaron and Brady. Is just art of war, Man. you know, battleship, and it's yeah. just like these dudes are thinking and rethinking and overthinking, and it's like what the hell you know what i mean but i love it if tom brady goes to the super bowl somehow this year with tampa bay and wins there is no more discussion about the goat 
ever. Is there really a discussion still? Yeah, for some, some idiots. Who would it be? Some people, man. Who would, who would be? Old-time fans. Yeah, but who would be above Tom Brady? Montana. Montana. Really? But I think, I, think, I think he's surprised. I think he's surpa- I think he surpassed Montana. Really. I think statistically, just because you went more. But statistically, Drew Brees has some stats that rival um, Tom Brady's. Don't ask me to quote any of them. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. passing yeah. yards. Drew's got the most passing yards. Yeah. I mean, we can, I mean who, who are the goats that we are? Elway, Montana, um, um, Brett Favre. Yeah. Tom Brady, of course. Yeah. Um, Peyton Manning. Always Peyton Manning. Yeah. I don't Peyton. like the, I don't like the comparison of what? Peyton Manning. Uh, I love Peyton Manning. Peyton bro. is. I, a, I like what? I like Peyton Manning. Oh I, my I, God. I liked him, uh, you know, as a as a quarterback and everything. But I still don't think that he's up there with Tom Brady. I mean, you could at least I, I mean, say I don't. Eli. I, I don't think so. Come on, boss. Now you're playing. <laughs> hey, who beat Brady? I mean, uh, multiple people have beat Wentz beat him and Eli beat him. Yeah, it wasn't Eli, but by his, no, I'm not gonna give him the clout. <laughs> who was the quarterback? Or whatever. He said, "Look at me, I'm the captain of this ship." <laughs> so, so the game. The only thing that I that makes me think that Green Bay is gonna gonna win this game this weekend and. Probably handily, I, I think handily win the game. Mm. It's, I don't think it's going to really, really be in shot for Tampa Bay. Uh, it's right now. It's going to be twenty-seven degrees. Is going to be the. It's in Green Bay. It's in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be twenty-seven degrees, and there's a ninety percent chance of snow. Guess what, Brady? Brady's used, you're right. Brady's yeah, used to snow. You, you Brady's used to snow, but he's also. You don't think they got a snow old. machine in Miami right now, getting he's, busy? He's mm. forty-three fucking years they old. They create no, I, weather I know out the cold, here. Got, yeah. The cold won't won't mess with Brady. That's another right? conversation. I'm born in the dark. Weather. I was born. You adapted to the dark. I was born in the dark. Brady, 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 be playing Brady fifty sleeps in songs and stuff. Yeah, he ready. He is ready. He ready. But the rest of the team has to be on his. I think Indomitian Sue is ready. Let so him get to a Super Bowl. Mm, I, I, yeah. Nobody Man. has anything to say about the Bills. I do, but look, it ain't your time. Mm. Uh, I think they're going to beat now. Kansas City. If you're the I, team I that sneaks in, Packers, do it. If you're the team that comes in and does it, and this is just happened to be your year, so be it. I, but there's some other players playing that I think. Their reasons are bigger than <laughs> these guys' reasons. Yeah. Well, this will be an interesting conversation to have next week. Yeah. We'll know some answers. So, so. Did, hey, did everybody say who they got to win it all? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's gonna be the Bills and Packers in the Super Bowl, and I think the Packers are gonna win. Okay, so we we both say Green Bay to take it all. I, I look, I'm just because I'm a I was I've been a Patriots fan for a long time. You gonna mm-hmm. rock with Tom? I, I want. To, I'm gonna tell you, I want Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, I, you know, what I mean, just because I'm a fan. Of, I'm, I'm, a fan of, I'm a fan of greatness. I'm gonna just tell you what it is. I, I want him to See, win. There's a lot of haters out there. I like greatness. I would be okay right. with that, and I think it would also be really cool because he left New England. Yeah, everybody, look at your oh, LeBron. everybody thought that. No, it's, it's, it's not it's happening. It's the now system. Belichick would be yeah. sick. Oh, yeah. hurt. Well, he already is. No, nah, he would be happy. He, he was, good. He got his man. That would was it you that sent me about. Uh, Tom being the coach, letting Tom coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you know, so I'm going to say I want that. Other than that, it's hard for me to, look, I kind of come from the school that you got to knock the championship, the champion off the block, right? Yeah. That's what, all right. Yep. Okay. You know, so I think that, you know, just it's the repeat year. Now I sound know? like I'm playing the fence. Now I'm teetering the fence. On <laughs> I, well, I want to see, man. I want to see the Bills get into it. Because I, I can't go Bills, against Brady. I want to see the Bills get into it another three times in a row and lose. Want to see them repeat what they did in the nineties? Ah, you just want to <laughs> uh, wide. What is it? Wide was it? Right, right or wide left? <laughs> well, oh no, that wide was the, right. That was uh, the 
Dolphins, right? No, that's no. the oh, okay. Bills. The, the misfield. Wasn't it wide, right? Oh, that's right. That's the misfield right. goal. Yeah, no, nah, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I, I, I just think that. Brady. I think it's going to be. I think, look, I like. I think we got four teams. It's almost a. We can't figure out who it is. Nobody's ready to, willing to say, other than you, Trevor. Nobody's willing to say definitively who's getting ready to hands down. Yeah. I, I think that if, if Mahomes is. 100 mm-hmm. percent then i think that the bills chiefs game to me is a toss-up okay i think that both both teams have legitimate reasons they can win mm-hmm. and but i think i, I don't have faith that the buccaneers can do it in at lambo and what i'm scared of and enough weapons and what i'm scared of elements i mean it, you know the elements and everything on top of the, the weapons, scoring yeah on top of the weapons the that points the that have. green bay is putting up they were in the they were the only team well who hit 40 last week? Uh, the Chiefs? No, the Chiefs didn't hit 40. But either way, the Packers had 42 points last week, and you look at everybody else, the Buccaneers game was 30 to 20. Mm-hmm. You know, Ravens and Bills was uh, 20, 20 to 6. 17 to 3. Yeah, 17 to 3. 17 to 3. And, the, and <laughs> the Browns and the Chiefs was 22 to 17. Yeah, 22 to 17. So Mahomes was out. Mahomes is out. So you factor that in. That means Chiefs aren't at 100%. Yeah, and generally no teams are at 100% at this point in the season. You know, you, you, you know who each is? Team hopes to. Do you but know who is? The Packers are, are right. stacked. Okay. They're ready so to go. they're two games away, and they don't really have too many major injuries yeah. that we know about. Yeah. The team that is prepared that way and mentally, and once again, we're putting. My man Rogers right there with Brady. Mm-hmm. When it comes repping time, discount double check gets it done. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, we'll see. How, and many, how, many, how many rings does Aaron Rodgers have? I think he got one or two. He's only got one, I think. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, with Raji, big, big, big Raji guy yeah, that he did the commercial BJ, with. Yeah, yeah. BJ Raji. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, it, it'll be fun to have this conversation. Should be some good football. Should be yeah, some good yeah, football. Definitely. Let's take a quick break, and then let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, we back, we back, we back. Say that again, podcast. Mm. Okay. This is how I'm feeling right now. I see. <laughs> I don't know if you know what this is, but what we're getting ready to get into is some motivation. Who better than T.I. to talk about it? 
Apropos. All right, let's, let's get, get into, into it. it then. All right. All right. Motivation. That's the that's the topic du jour, topic of the day. Oh. Du jour. <laughs> let's get motivated. Yeah, let's right. get motivated. What you got for me, Trevor? You said you had that. something for me. Oh, I just, you know, when I when I thought about what uh, what motivation was and everything, I had to, I wanted to kind of look it up from a, a few different angles and and come up with my own my own definition of motivation based off of kind of like what the psychological definition of of uh, motivation was, and then you know a few other you know dictionary style references to motivation and everything. But I mean, <clears throat> I think that when I think about motivation and, and looking at the different types and everything, it's just that desire, urge, force, whatever you want to call it to act in service of a goal or toward an objective or, mm-hmm. you know, toward a specific outcome. Um, and you know, within that, there's just a myriad of, of different things that can come from, you know, that's that action towards, you know, whatever outcome you want. Right. So yeah. whether, it, whether it be, you know, motivation to just get up in the morning and go take a piss before you, you know, go out and make your coffee or some shit like that, right. or actually set goals for yourself and, you know, be motivated to achieve something, you know, that is a, a more long-term goal than, you know, than something like that day-to-day activities and stuff. And so, you know, there's different, different types of motivation. And so, you know, of course, setting a goal and working towards that goal, whether it be a career goal or a, you know, a business goal or anything like that compared to, you know, just the motivation to get up and work out, you know, they're all, all all kinds of different types. Right. So when I was looking things up, it was, uh, there was, I was finding four different types, kind of four main types of, of motivation. Um, and the first two are definitely, uh, the, the most common in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So extrinsic and intrinsic Mm -hmm. are the two. Um, extrinsic being, you know, like outside forces yeah. for motivation, like money, praise, awards, recognitions, you know, other benefits like that, pa- uh, power being one of them, you know, external, it being an, an, an extrinsic motivating factor. Um, but then that kind of feeds in, you know, power is ego, right? Which ego could be intrinsic as well. So you can have intrinsic motivation being an inside force you know, more like your morals or maybe your internal goals of how you want to do something or maybe self-improvement, um, fear. I think fear is a, is um, another great motivator. motivator. That's what I was going right? to say. That's uh, a that's, big that's, one. I wrote that big down. How but even an intrinsic motivator, right? Even because fear could fall in the extrinsic category as an outside force. You know, you're afraid of something so that motivates you. You're afraid of someone or something and that motivates you to go do something. Yeah, that's got to be a you huge know. motivating factor, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, when you just brought that up, I thought about, remember how, I don't know how long ago it was, but remember how they found those um, prehistoric footprints in like somewhere in Australia or something like that where somebody was running and they determined that they were running faster than any human being really? Usain Bolt has ever run or anything <laughs> like that, and he was running through water, yeah. right? And I was like, man, what was he running for or from? You know what I mean? He was either, you know, he might have been running from something that Mm -hmm. we don't even know exists, or he might have been running to go catch something that his life, his family, or his life depended on, you know, for food. But anyway, not to throw you off your train of thought. Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, you know, that's that's this conversation. Um, But I I had a few subtypes for, for fear as well, like, you know, fear of failure, of course, like, mm-hmm. you know, some people have that, that ultimate fear, fear of failure, and that makes them the ultimately motivated person. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, you know, self-confidence. Some people 
are self-conscious about something about themselves. So they're motivated to make sure that that, you know, there's a lot of people that are skinny and in shape and everything because they're self-conscious of being fat or they were fat for a little while and they didn't like how they felt when they were that way. So then they're, they're afraid of getting back into that. Um, you know, and then also ego, ego is, is a part of fear, right? Right. So, uh, so there's, you know, there's some between extrinsic and intrinsic, you know, there's some, some common, common different types of, uh, of forces for that, you know, motivation. And then we have stuff like in interjected motivation, which I was like, man, what is interjected? I couldn't figure that out. <laughs> and, uh, and that's more the guilt of not doing right. So that's, that's, and they quantify that. They call that interjected, introjected, introjected, introjected. Mm-hmm. the guilt, um, which is internal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The guilt of not doing something, you know, so it, it, that's, that's kind of like, uh, so what I wrote down when I was thinking about that was, you know, like a midlife crisis, mm-hmm. you know, that motivates people to go do something, go, motivates you to go buy a, a fucking car you can't afford or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Motivates you to go on, you know, some big get your shit together Yeah, or, or get your <laughs> shit together. It could be a motivation, um, a motivation of, of I've wasted part mm-hmm. of my life. I need to get my shit together. I set need to back provide set for, up for a comeback. Yeah. I need to provide for my family, whatever, um, hmm. you know, bucket That's list activities, deathbed confessions that can, that, you know, that introjected motivation can get you to just, you know, confess Near death something experiences. Or, or tell people that you love them right before you pass away. Right. You know, yeah. that kind of thing is that, that guilt, that fear of, mm-hmm. of maybe not putting that out there in the world before you pass away. So, so would that be like the that. same? Would, so would that be the same as like circumstance or circumstantial motivation? Well, I think that's more identified, right? So obvious need for an action is uh, is the fourth type is, okay. is identified motivation. So that's obvious need for action, right? And an identified outcome exists, but procrastination or something like that offers a reason to to be inactive, on, you know, towards that. And so your your motivation is to okay, this needs to be done. The garbage needs to be taken out, mm-hmm. right? I have to do that, mm-hmm. you know. And so that that's kind of that identified motivation. Um, and so that's kind of what I saw for the four different types. That's good. I like and, I like that. And you know, I, and I can think of a you know bunch of different um, bunch of different examples and everything like that of, of what of what that means and how and how that works out. But yeah. I'd like to hear from you know some of you guys about yeah. you know what I, what motivation. I, means I'll take it this. from here, and I, I think I might be what I what I looked up kind of summarize what you just spoke on as far as the four different types. Let me read it and see if it if it sounds the same to you guys. Please share. All right. Here we go. For the people. Uh, no. It says, um, motivation is the process that initiates, guides, and maintains goal-oriented behaviors. Mm-hmm. It is what causes you to act, whether it is getting a glass of water to reduce thirst or reading a book to gain knowledge. Mm-hmm. Motivation involves the biological, emotional, social, and cognitive forces that activate behavior. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's great. Yeah. Simply That's put. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's that. When I read that, I was like, "Close the book." Sums it up. Yeah. And um, in reading that, like I said, after listening to to what you said, it, it that's one of the the things about us that I like is that the information we get is different, but it's giving us the same. Yeah. You know, and and perspective. In a, yeah, in a, in a sense, that's motivation right there to keep going. You know that says that we're on the right track. That says that you know we're we're finding the right right path to whether it's success yeah. of a podcast, success you know in friendships and and, and motivation to do better. Definitely, so I like that man. And uh, 
I mean, this is a solid. It's supposed to be applicable. It's we're talking about life, so should, yeah. that should all be. No, applicable. it's great. I think it, it was. It was really. It was really funny because when I think about myself, I think I, I feel like I'm a fairly motivated individual, mm-hmm. and so I like to, you know, and and so I figured, okay, I'm going to know, you know, what motivation is, and I'm going to know the different types of motivation. I'm not going to have to look it up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Then I saw four types, and I was like. Well, I can't even think of four types of motivation. So then I'm sitting here reading it and everything. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that is a motivating force. You know, mm-hmm. guilt is a motivating force sometimes. Like if I eat like shit, I feel guilty about it. And so all of a sudden that makes me go, okay, yeah. I got to work out tomorrow morning, you know, yeah. when I wake up or whatever, if I overeat or I, I drink or whatever, like, you know, if I drink too much on the weekend or something like that, then okay. And then that's a motivating force for me to, you know, be healthier throughout the week and drink more water or whatever. Yeah. Right. And so, and it was really funny to see those different types of motivation and, and where I can see those throughout my day, throughout my week. The cool thing about that, and I've talked about it before, uh, we kind of touched on this before, and I'm not going to plug the book, but we were talking about a particular <laughs> book. <laughs> no <laughs> clue. Yeah. I'm just saying, we, man, later, sponsorship, but yep. no, no, not today. <laughs> hey, what you weigh? <laughs> right. So, uh, but when you discover things like that, like you said, you regard yourself as a, uh, as a self-motivator or self-starter. But um, when I was talking about that book, when it was like, okay, you read the book and there's a lot of information in the book, but it's cool to reconcile that against the things that you realize that you do innately, right? But you just don't, you don't necessarily have a name for every action or you haven't even thought to give it a name, but you, oh, okay. All right. I see that in me. I see that in my daily practices. You know, that's, that's always a cool realization for me. Yeah, definitely. um, As far as that's concerned. So what, what motivates you? Uh, what do you feel like is your? Uh, if you had to choose from the different, the four different types of motivation, what do you think? What do you think is the one that drives you the furthest in towards your goals? Who, who are you asking? Either one. Either one. I, I'd like to hear the answer from both of you. But all of them. Yeah. Yeah. E- equally. No, not, probably not equally. But yeah. all, me personally, I'm not a person who I'm not a person who fears failure mm-hmm. because I'm going to attempt to do more <laughs> than that. I think than other people even contemplate doing, and there's yeah. always lessons. You know, I don't failure. I don't worry about what my efforts or my endeavors look like to other people. For the most part, yeah, you yeah. know, I don't want to sound pompous, but for some the most would part, just say you're numb to failure because you're you're used to having failed and been through hardships, trials. You can't even contemplate. You can't even contemplate yeah. some nobody yeah. who can nobody hardships, can yeah. judge me based on something that they haven't even considered endeavoring to do. Right. right? Yeah. So that's not as much of a factor. I will tell you, I'm hard-headed. How, I'll ask you two, how much do naysayers motivate you? I don't like to be doubted. Oh, I'm not, okay. Watch, you know, <laughs> watch. So I yeah. do I, I do like to uh, make people eat their words, so to speak. Yeah. I do like the- I love, love hot sauce on it? Man, I want, I want the haters. Yellow mustard? I want you to feel all the anguish. You know what I mean? You want the yellow mustard? Man, put it on them. I, I do. I like that. I, so, I, I want to kill you with my success. Your peppers. So are you more motivated when there are naysayers to something? Or nah, that's not how he runs. You know, he's not fueled off of that. He's fueled internally first. That's the nitrous. When you, you know when Vin Diesel hit the, he got that 10-second car, yeah. and you need that nitrous boost? Yeah. That's when the, the doubters, the motherfucker that think he can Test yeah. you, yeah. You, okay, you you the one that okay, mm-hmm. yeah. You, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I you know I just wanted that when you brought it up. I just thought, okay, well, is that you you know is that more of a motivation than some of your internal goals? 
I just, I always, you know, I always wonder stuff like that and, or how you, you know, decide what is, what is more motivating or less, you know, does, is that a, is that something that changes, you know? Well, I think it depends on the desire and the willingness to get it done. <laughs> Look, man, um, we all have things that are necessary, right? Yeah. We, I, I want to maintain a particular quality of life and elevate my quality yeah, of life. That's a huge yeah. motivating factor for me. And that's, again, that's specific to me, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Of course, fear is a motivator. I don't want to, I don't ever want to have to, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul or there's certain things that I've done in life that I don't ever want to have to do again. I'm glad I did them. I'm glad that I went through them, right. but yeah. I don't want to do that again. I love being an entrepreneur. I don't want to be ever forced. I don't mind. I if I choose to, I don't want to have to go punch. I don't want to go stand on nobody else's plantation again if I don't have to, mm-hmm. right, so you to speak. Say that again. You know, and no disrespect to anybody who has a good job or working. That's not what I mean. It's just for me, I don't want to do that again. I've done corporate America to death. I'm going to bet on myself now. Yeah. You know, I'm going to yep. continue to do that. So um, those are, the, like, in terms of just, like, it's more, like you said, those innate things that push me more so now. Um I'm a cre- as a creative person, um, when I get that stream, of, when I get that creative inspiration, the juices flowing. Yeah, that that's a big motivating factor for me. When I get something that's creative and I feel like it's a great idea or something like that, then I'm motivated to just see that vision come to fruition, mm-hmm. to manifest that vision. You know, so I'm always been very goal oriented. I'm as good as my goal. I've said it before. I'm as good as the goal that I set before me. So it's more or less just like, man, I want to set that bar. And if I see something that really, really I'm passionate and I lock in, that's enough motivation for me to really, really overcome, uh, um, overcome or accomplish that goal. Yeah. You know? So in my opinion, it sounds like you're a more intrinsically motivated person. True. Because that comes, you know, that comes from that drive within. That's what it seems like as, yeah. as you explain it. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Junior? Well, when you say drive within, what's, <laughs> Ryan, tell them what's my what's my what's my shit. Wait, we talked about it. I mean, so many. What's my things. what's my three? What comes from what comes from? What? Oh, uh, what's, what's it? Uh, oh yeah, you said en- en- it on the podcast. En- before, en- en- energy, energy comes from uh, will. Will comes from faith. Does that yeah. sound like intrinsic? It's. Um, I mean, that's that's fairly intrinsic. Yeah, I fairly. Mean, that's that. There's outside forces in that, but yeah. I but mean, the outside force stems I mean, from really. where? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's intrinsic. I would, I would definitely the, if you I would follow it, put it in the intran- it, intran- it, intrinsic faith, camp. Faith comes from where? Yeah. Comes the from unseen, yeah. you yeah. know, and, and, and what we don't see, that, that's motivation and, yeah. and fear. So mm. usually when I'm in the office is when I'm intrinsic. You know, yeah. I'm engulfed in myself. I'm engulfed in, yeah. in what I'm doing. And, and, and like I said, I have my music. I have different things that inspire me or challenge me like right now I'm just listening to you know a battle rapper you know named Daylight and he's just yeah the way this dude is just prophesying you know just in his messages stuff that he's talking about it's like that just puts fire in my bones to want to be you know learn more or seek more that that's just you know outside of my understanding and you know one of those things Ryan spoke about a couple episodes is how excited I get to learn Mm-hmm. new things and, and, and the motivation that stems from that is because I never had someone to really kind of show me. Yeah. So now that I have the ability to do for self, you know, internally, you got you to gotta be your biggest fan, your biggest yeah. motivator, your biggest, you know, critique and all that. And then mm-hmm. whatever the world brings your way, 
it don't matter because you've already handled it, you know, yep. and that's usually how I, I, I operate. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, in I, the I, office, energy come from will, will come from faith. So. True story, realist, yeah. realist, realist bar. Yeah, that I've makes always sense. loved that. I've always loved that. I mean, there's look again for me, family is a big external. My mother is alive, my father isn't, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. No disrespect to anybody, but if my if my mother ever needs anything, I got to make sure that she's good to go. Those yep. are my exter- my those are my external motivators, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine too. Um, you know, so I got to be in a position to where if I got to put it on my back, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to. You yeah. know, yeah. If I got to get it out the mud. I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, uh, I would say, <clears throat> I would say it's it, you know my motivation comes from in intrinsic and extrinsic. For the majority of the time, uh, you know, it, it's funny because when I think about when I think about my motivation being my family, right? I have a, a son, Graham, and and Amber, and um, and it that motivation is it's twofold, right? Like I want I'm motivated to do things and and a- accomplish goals and everything because I want to provide for them. But it's also an intrinsic thing because I'm afraid that I, I I'm afraid of that failure. Like I will I hmm. am afraid of failing to provide for them throughout all time. The fear right? of so falling like, off. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or or, or even, is what motivates even you. say I die today. I you should die listen tonight, to Nipsey more, man. Right. I die tonight, hmm. and uh, I want uh, my f- biggest fear is that they wouldn't be taken care of. That's for, a different forever, level. That's right? a different level mm-hmm. of responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know. I and know. and so that you know that is what generally motivates and a level of consideration no that's a different that's a look man i again you say things that spark that crystallize thoughts i was thinking about you know, heavy topic but i was thinking about the holocaust so i once read um something about the holocaust survivors and that um oftentimes it was said that the young vibrant physical specimens uh you know that were going through that period fared the worst they died quick the mm-hmm. quickest yeah and the rationale behind that or the reason behind that is because they were young they didn't have kids they didn't have a wife at home or this that, and the other and the older men that might have been already frail that might not have been in the best shape they had that desire to get home to see their wives to see their kids again motivation. which was their motivation to Survive. You know most I mean? people carry a yeah. picture of their loved yeah. ones with them when they, yeah. they yeah. go in yeah. a wallet or just whatever. They in a yep. plane or whatever. Different yep. level of survival. And I also wanted to just throw this in there. Maybe it might not be on this topic, right? Uh, I know, right? Um, he just flashed a picture of his, yeah, his, uh, of uh, his uh, son, of the, of, the, of the great one himself, right? <laughs> um, but what I was going to say, motivation, far as from a cultural standpoint, how does that? be different we don't have to get into it now but i just wanted to throw it out there before i forgot about i mean it. culture is gonna uh, culture is gonna well, yeah, encroach, a, a, encroach a in every single yeah. thing i think you know what i mean it's gonna manifest this different motivation from a from a cultural standpoint i already yeah. know what you're asking yeah. like i mean does a black man have to prepare because we have to be x amount better than our counterparts in that's where you're but going even with hearing that. from you know how he spoke about things versus how we spoke about things because ours started immediately internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I but mean? He's in a different state. He's in a different oh, stage absolutely. of life. Absolutely. Would you say, would you say that stage would ever be different? Well, I think that it has been, uh, I think that the motivations, the motivations might've been, di- I mean, I've always been intrinsically motivated, right? Uh-huh. I've been in, intri- uh, I've, I've had, I've been self-motivated a lot of my life, but I've also had external motivations as well. You know, I've, I've wanted to achieve, 
you know, I wanted to be on the world team or I wanted to, you know, be, be an all American or national champion or state champion, whatever it was. Um, and so, you know, those, there was a lot of external motivating factors out, you mm-hmm. know, in the world. Um, but to show up to, you know, to show up and, and wrestle every single morning, you know, wake up at six thirty before before having to go to school, and mm-hmm. you know, wrestle in, in in my garage with the you know my neighbor that was one of my teammates down the road. He would walk over, and we'd you know we'd wrestle for an hour before we ever even went to school, mm-hmm. and then we'd wrestle for two hours after school, and then get in the car and drive out to pit and wrestle for another two hours at pit. Mm-hmm. You know, and <clears throat> as much as succeeding was you know a big motivator i had to self-motivate myself to even get you know we because we didn't always have to have those practices in the morning but at the same time i wanted to you know i wanted to be better the next day i remember you telling me that yeah Yeah, i think i think you i think you remember i remember you telling me a time when you hit a threshold when you actually had a realization of how good you were and how good you could be and how it felt to have success yeah and that you told me that's when a switch kind of like yeah, that's when I. That's when I. Yeah, that's when I really took you know wrestling seriously. That's when you me. never lost again. Well, <laughs> no, I lost. <laughs> I, I lost plenty of times after that. I shit. just like giving. <laughs> get people. If I up. hadn't lost again, I'd still be fucking wrestling right now. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this. Okay, so you, uh, you, you. I get it. You're talking about different types of. Fa- you're talking about different facets of your yeah. life. Yeah. You, Junior, and I both kind of said that our firmly said that our motivation is more intrinsic or internal, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of took a different approach and you said more so that you had a fear you acknowledged more so the fear as a more of a, a fear of failure or whatever as more of a benef- of, of a factor in your motivation do you think that have you always been that way you know yeah. what i mean cuz now that you have a, a, a you now that you have a wife and a child that you have to prepare for yeah. in any under any circumstances yeah. i can understand that fear of n- not being prepared for whatever yeah, on, their, on, their, enough on their behalf, yeah. right? But have you always had that? Has fear always been that? Or did it change when you entered this stage of life? Well, it definitely, it, the, the fear part definitely got greater, right? So externally, um, I've, I've always wanted to, I, I knew that eventually I would have a family, even mm-hmm. when I was young. And I've always wanted to be able to um, leave enough behind at the end of my life that my my grandkids my kids kids would be affected by that right and that's that's always Legacy. that's always yeah. been something right that's that's always been in the back of my mind that I want to do but now it's more in the forefront to you know that that fear of not leaving enough behind is more in the forefront of my mind now that I have a wife and kid and we have a house and everything we have these these liabilities that you know, need to be covered if, if God forbid something happens and I'm, and I'm gone or I'm unable to do that. Right. right. And so, and, and, you know, and I feel comfortable with where I'm at right now and I'd be able, you know, they'd be, they'd be set for quite a while, even if I passed away today. But, mm-hmm. but I, you know, it, that's my motivating force is, is, you know, how much better of a life can I leave for them of course. at the end of my time? Yep. Right. And, you know, and, Push it out into the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And, and but that's if that's my ultimate goal. You know, all these different little goals here and there are all going to be a part of that. They're all going to be working towards that one. Thing. Yeah. And and so you know that's my. <clears throat> I would always say that's what that's what my fear motivation is pushing towards is just making sure that 
that that is is you know still being achieved and that I'm that I'm working towards that. Hmm. And so, you know, that's generally driving me. Now, that was definitely different, you know, 10 years ago when I was working at the nightclub with you guys and mm-hmm. and everything. I didn't have that same <clears throat> your priorities were different. Yeah, my priorities yeah. were different, right? And so, but they were still linear. Yeah, it was still it I mean, was still it's not like he's a legacy, different right? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he's yeah, totally and it was still towards too. that legacy, yeah. right? But it wasn't yeah. but it wasn't a fear of not leaving something behind for people for anything that I'm, you know, responsible. Who are your examples? Who set those examples for you? <clears throat> well, uh, the legacy part I think is um, well, I know is is more my Christian faith, mm-hmm. right? And, and because that is that is something that is taught throughout the Bible is is you know not thinking about just yourself and understanding that okay. you know you will you will have to impact people that are around you and and so. Um, definitely I think that has something to do with it but my you know my parent both my parents pushed me to to make sure that I was ensuring that I could eventually either get a good job or be you know be savvy enough business-wise that I could you know run a business or have my own business or at least just make it through this world without um without struggling too hard which I think the struggle is you know that's everybody has to have that struggle right but um, we talked about this. We've also talked about the sacrifices your parents made just for you to wrestle. Right? Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I don't know if we've yeah talked about it on the podcast. No, you yeah. and I. But yeah, they, I mean, you know, they made huge sacrifices, yeah. and, and you know, my my dad driving me to practice, you know, most nights, and and then him working on weekends, and my mom driving me out to you know tournaments and stuff like that. It's just yeah, it's it. When I think about the time commitment that they put into getting me and my brothers to wrestling practice and me mostly when I was younger, just because my brothers weren't really old enough to, right. to get too heavy into wrestling at that time. But that it's, when I think about it, I go, damn, like how, how did they have that amount of time to put that much time into getting me to those places? Sacrifice. Because, yeah. Because when I think about it now, I mean, my dad would get home at about three thirty in the afternoon and we'd drive out to pit and be at pit by about 4.45, and practice would start at 5. And I'd wrestle there until 7.30. We'd get back home at, you know, 8.30-ish, and 9 o'clock, something like that. My dad would go to bed and be up at, you know, 2.30, heading, heading to work at 3 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, it was just mm-hmm. like, you know, that, and that was five nights a week. Discipline and routine. It, it, exactly, right? But it was five nights a week, 11 months a year for... 16 straight years that just sounds like you and it's just and and, and now that that's, sounds you know, like you and, and so <laughs> if you think about you know routine and diligence and sacrifice and all that diligence shit, I mean, that's I like I just, that. that's I, me yeah i can only imagine like what he's gonna do for his i, I can only imagine what you I, I like to <laughs> <laughs> did a desk pop. <laughs> weapon, weapon, weapon. Oh, down. I'm glad we not streaming live. <laughs> oh, they funny. say, "What is that?" We gotta bleep out. Right. <laughs> Put that fell out your pocket, man. Run up if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's uh-huh. a motivation for you right there. Right. True story, huh? <laughs> yeah, Motivating factors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Junior, you have something to say? Because I, 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 I'm just thinking about the things that we were talking about. Now I'm thinking about the different facets of uh, motivation. and uh, You know, a lot of this stuff is in terms of, like, outcomes, life outcomes, and so on and so forth. And, you know, how we 
what we do in practice and uh, what we do to achieve success. But then I'm also thinking about um, character. You know yeah. what I mean? The things that motivate your character, your principles, and things of that nature. And I'm thinking about what informs my decisions, and it's always my dis- my principles that inform my decisions. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, I certainly aspire to be a good person, whatever that looks like to whomever. But yeah. I, you know, that is a big motivating factor of me to be a good person. You know, to move, to be steadfast, to have integrity, to be earnest. Yep. You know, those are things that really are important to me as I really start to map out my day to day, my interactions with people. I fall short of the mark, of course, big time, you know, yeah. but at the end of the day, my heart and my motivation doesn't change. And I hope my heart is consistent yep. with what I'm saying to you guys right now. But mm-hmm. anyway. yeah, that's what you want to be your North Star. That, True. Those, those yeah. morals, that's keeping you in the, in True. the correct True. direction towards yeah. whatever, whatever you're working on. Every, every, every now and then I do some shit that surprises me, though. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, everybody slips. <laughs> <laughs> you hit him with a Ric Flair. I mean, good lord, bro. Woo! I had Taco Bell just the other day. Nah, I know, I know, I knew it was in there. I just let it yeah. come out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's a discussion that we could have, in the, uh, you know, down the road too. Is that you know everybody has that demon. Yeah, true story, man. Yeah. For sure, man. We that's all another that's a whole another arm of the octopus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A whole another arm of the octopus. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, um do you have anything else to say about uh motivation? Anything that um you know what I mean we got some quotes we got you know we yeah, got some people that we want to name that's, that's yeah, I mean, we motivational. Can, we can get I'll into start actual with, like I can meet, whether it be music, whether it be exercise, whatever, however you want to approach that. Uh, you know? Let's just kind of start with some some popular, some popular people. Let's just throw some names out there. Who do you guys feel were motivational in the last? Let's give a time frame. Let's not go too far back. Let's go to the last 10, 15 years. It could be any any realm, any division. It could be movie stars, politicians. I mean, we know. Um, I mean, I always start with uh, Michelle Obama. Um, as a motivational person, um, I think that has inspired a lot of women. I think has inspired a lot of um, just people in general, uh, just with her words um, of affirmation and just things that she she puts out there. Um, even if it's just their playlist of music, you know, I noticed Sick. that um, you know her and, and Barack will put out what they've listened I like to, that playlist. you know, or movies or books that they've read, and it's just like. You're inspiring people to tap into different realms or motivating them to do some things outside of their norm based on who you are. That's and, a good one. And, you know, and the so. good thing about that example, too, one thing I would key in on her from my point of view is that um, she has the, the rare mix or they have the rare mix of being able to be really classy. Mm-hmm. But approach approachable, mm-hmm. or you know, like have an elegance about it, or a, a dignity about it, but also be approachable to where it's not like it doesn't come off as pompous. It, yeah. It's like you are able to keep it one hundred percent real and organic, seemingly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know these people personally, but right. seemingly your realness you feel comes like across. Genuine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's still, I, it's still something to aspire to. Also, it's just out of the realm of the norm for people to want to aspire to do it's that almost too. There. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like um, that. People. I could throw out people. another one, E.T. Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher dude. Mm-hmm. Run it. He's a he's Edu- a, educate the people on. Um, well, he was born and raised in Detroit. He was a you know homeless dude. Um, but 
obviously, you know, been through some stuff and wanted to make a better life for himself. He had that viral video, right? He yeah. Had, he had that viral one talking about the the monk in the in the water, right? Yeah. yeah I, yeah, I yeah. can't remember how it's, it goes. He's got oh, a when you can't breathe. Uh, where you, you want to be do. successful as bad as you want, want to, to breathe. breathe. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, that. Yeah, yeah, that's and one. that's one of those. Is that Pat Riley too, though? That might Pat Riley might have well, something there, similar there is to a, that. There is a similar quote. There is a similar quote about you know, he might have been winning. speaking to that. He does speak to a lot of quotes. I don't know who it is. I think the story from Pat Riley is that somebody like somewhere along the line before a championship game or something like that, he ran in and like just suit and tie just ran in the locker room and just dunked his head into the into like the cooler of water and just kept his head and the, the whole team was like what, what oh what's wrong with the coach <laughs> and then he just you know when he couldn't hold his breath anymore came up and just was like when you guys want to win as bad as you want to breathe you know what i mean and segued into that but i think that that's the correlation I, between I like the that. two that i could see yeah. him doing that, that yeah that I, I mean eric thomas he's he's big now yeah, he, uh, he, I remember when that video when he went first started or yeah. whatever. I remember that, and yeah. uh, but uh, but yeah, now he's he's relatable on. and he figures out ways. Um, he's utilized his purpose very well yeah. in in being able to as, uh, inspire and aspire people to just achieve for for higher him. Yeah. Gary V is another I don't know guy. Who that is. Who's Gary V? Gary yeah, V. Gary Vaynerchuk. He, yeah, yeah, I can Gary never Vayner. say. I don't know these people. Uh, Gary V's uh, Gary V's cool. I, I'm, he's I'm not a he's huge on the up and up. He's a radical. But he's a for sure. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of his style, but uh, but uh, but I definitely can see you would like him. Is he just a personality, or what is he? He's not necessarily just a personality. He gets, I mean, paid. He's gotten to the point now where he gets paid to speak. But really, he worked, grew up, did his thing, figured out ways to just hustle. He he like. But he turned. Okay. He turned his fam. His family owned a small little wine shop, and mm-hmm. he turned that into a you know three hundred million dollar business. Damn. Um, it, it took him you know quite a while or whatever twenty years, but still. Um, but uh, yeah, and he he's been very vocal about his his motivations. He's been very vocal about. Um, how Man, he's he, straightforward, bro. How he treats people. Yeah, he's very he's very matter of fact. He's you know he's crude. He curses and all that stuff. He doesn't give a shit about any you know what anybody thinks. All that stuff. But he's he's super. Maybe I do cool. know who you're talking about. Um, Maybe I do. Uh, you got an image? He's yeah. he's fairly. Um, yeah, he's he's fairly. Yeah, I know popular. exactly who that is. Okay, I yeah. just didn't know. His, I didn't recognize his yeah, name. Yeah, he's fairly popular. Yeah, um, no, and yeah, then, I do like his. I, I do like his style. He's more like yeah. He I, come with it's it. It's that. It's kind of like he a come, tough. Don't love. give me no bullshit. Yeah, bro. yeah. I'm not very here to bullshit. Yeah, you know, and, and and I think that that's that's why I said you would like him because that's how you operate, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to your lifestyle and your business, as mm-hmm. far as your food truck. You don't half ass. Anything that I'm asking you or paying you to do, mm-hmm. any time, talent, treasure, whatever, come with it. Yeah, you know? no, and, no and, time for and, bullshit. Yeah, no yeah. time for that. Yeah. And, I, and I think that what he's doing, what um, Eric Thomas is doing, they're stirring the pot for a lot of youth to to shake up some of their thought processes, mm-hmm. you know, and motivating them to do better. Because Eric Thomas was in a I don't want to say, he, he got paid to go speak somewhere with some high school kids. And, you know, in high school, you yeah. just kind of like, you're not listening to somebody yeah, coming over really, you know, somebody comes and starts oh, speaking he, your language. He yeah. commanded their attention immediately. Yep. 
they paying me to come speak to you. I don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. Yep. I showed up. I could get my bag and leave. The reason they're telling me to come here and speak to you is so you might get something and learn something and take it and apply it to your life. Mm-hmm. And just shook the room. I'm talking about laser focus after that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, I, we need those people. We talked about that structure, having rules and guidelines. You need people like that that's going to do it on their platforms. Yep. And they they figured out how to do it on a social media platform. So in a positive light, they're using social media as a platform to encourage positivity. You got to meet people where they are. Yeah, and yep. and and meet them where they are. You know what I mean. So yeah, those are those are two people that I would definitely say that I would see as motivational. Um, obviously, we got um, Denzel Washington is a mm-hmm. I feel is a motivational person. These are just some people that I just thought up on the yeah. on the on the fly. Yeah, uh, Doctor Sebi, of course. Don't. All right, all right, Dr. Sebi. Um, yeah, I would say it's somebody that I feel like motivated me, you know, when I was younger, definitely, was uh, John Smith, who's a wrestler. The Mormon dude? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait no. a minute, Ryan. Wait a minute. No, no, no. no. This ain't the X. Uh, this ain't Malcolm no, Brown. Not, the, not uh, the gold tablets, John Smith. I mean, no. man, I had, <laughs> no. I'm gold. sorry. I had this to. I, 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 couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't resist. I know that's who you were. Gold, gold medal, I knew John that's Smith. Not, yeah, yeah I know. gold medal, John Smith. Uh, <laughs> he fired yeah. quick on that one. Wait, 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 wait. You talking about wait? Yeah. Nah, he's he's the head head wrestling coach for Oklahoma State University. But I mean, he was a multi. Olympic champion and world champion in wrestling mm-hmm. um, back in, you know, the probably the 90s, I guess. Yeah, I would say in the 90s and, and 80s. But uh, now he's 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 coached at Oklahoma State for a long time, probably 25 years. And, you know, they've been one of the top programs in the country every single year he's been there. So um, it's, you know, he, he's a definitely a motivating guy. Um, uh, another another person that that motivated me was uh, Kendall Cross. He was, uh, you know, a uh, Olympic champion, mm-hmm. and I got to watch him wrestle, and I thought that was really cool. Um, and uh, so that was always motivating. Most of mine, most of my, you know, when I think about people that motivated me, it was, you know, people that had, to do, with, had to do with wrestling. They, you know, it had to do with the sport that I was taking part of. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I was never... Uh, I was never really a person to listen to like, you know, motivational speeches and, you know, Eric mm-hmm. Thomas and Gary Vaynerchuk and, you know, Tony Robbins and stuff like that. I was never, Tony uh, Robbins. Yeah, Tony Robbins. I was never really somebody to listen to that kind of stuff. Um, I like to, I very much enjoy it now because it's, it's more intellectually challenging too. some of the yeah. stuff that those, those people say. But uh, when I was younger, I was never really motivated by kind of that spoken word. It was more, you know, the example that certain people led that I was able to, you know, visually see and go, okay, I can, you know, I want to work towards that. I, you know, that's, yeah. that's how I want to, you know, mold myself. Yeah. So, um, that was kind of, you know, a couple motivating people, um, in my life, you know, and then I have, you know, of course, coach Pittman and coach mm-hmm. Giles and, you know, mm-hmm. all these different, all these different people that were very close to me yeah. and, and, um, you know, they were, uh, they were definitely motivating and, you know, we had, we had all kinds of celeb, you know, celebrity style folks that came came in and out of the club, 
at uh, at Pitt. You know, when Chael Sonnen was motivating because he you know, <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he went into the UFC and did all that stuff. You, know, you had Randy Couture was mm-hmm. you know the big you know he was the big shot UFC guy for a yeah. long time. So you know that those kind of guys are you know motivating in a different way, right. but but still motivating. But yeah. Hmm. Um, but as far as celebrities go, I don't I don't necessarily get you know too motivated by celebrity or anything like that. I ain't that. gonna lie, one motivated <laughs> me growing up when I was younger. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Uh, well, uh, yeah. That, that, uh, you know, I got a question for you. Me, um, yeah. uh, both of you, but you'll pick up on this probably more so um, now that we're in because this has just been burning. I have I have a series of questions. I don't know how much more time we have because Ooh. there's so many different facets we could get on a tangent and go go forever. But Let's see um, where it flows. Right. Okay. So let me ask you this, and another thing that you said earlier that I'm going to go back to too, but uh, as it pertains to Michael Jordan, because I've talked to people who played with Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, how, who do you think is more dangerous, the person that loves to win or the person that hates to lose? Oh, the person that hates to lose. There you go. Right. <laughs> the person that a, hates to lose. Jordan and Kobe hated losing more than they loved winning. I just, it's something that, and that's, that's why I play with that or everything I try to do in life, I kind of do it in a sense of having that chip mm-hmm. on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, I can take a loss. But did I do everything that I did? I leave it on the floor. Did you leave it on the field? You yeah. know what I mean. And that's I think that that's where it comes down to a team sport versus a one man sport. You know where it's <laughs> like you got to have trust, attitude, reflect leadership. Oh man, yeah, yeah. and, and you know, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean. So I, I definitely Jordan. I hate to lose. I, I thought about this question earlier in the sec- in the episode when we were talking about Tom Brady and when yeah. we were talking about goats and you know Tom Brady definitely. So follow up question is um, one thing about that first question though. Uh, go ahead, real quick is uh, is the the hate to lose aspect is is extremely important. It, you know the driving force behind them, but uh, but also Jordan, Brady, Kobe, they weren't afraid to lose either. Like that's another. That's a whole oh, whole yeah. other oh, yeah. aspect of that, right? They were yeah. putting themselves out there, mm-hmm. right? They're not playing to, they're not playing to not lose, mm-hmm. right? They're playing to win, and that was because they hated losing, but they were not afraid of losing because the, I mean, what Michael's famous for saying, Michael's famous for saying, I've missed, I've missed hundreds. Yeah, of, I failed of game over winners. and over and right? over in my life, and that is why I succeed. Yeah, and and you know, it's that it, it's it's that balance of, of hating to lose but not being afraid of losing because you have to be able to put yourself out there and and actually you know be on that precipice i'm listening to what you guys are talking about and you know like i said no plugs but at the end of the day i gotta give credit where credit is due and uh the episode of mike tyson i don't know if you guys ever pay attention to mike tyson's hot boxing yeah every every so often bro in in his episode where uh he's got william shatner on as a guest He's he kind of goes into fear and his perspective on fear and how important it is. Mm-hmm. But then how he goes into the difference between fear and intimidation is really profound to me. Mm-hmm. I would encourage you guys to pay attention. Wait, who, to that. What episode? Who was William, on it? William, William, Shatner. William Shatner. Captain Kirk. I have to look at that. Yeah, I haven't. Captain, I haven't Captain Kirk. That, that just that piece of how he just went into his mentality about fear versus intimidation, and how intimidation will arrest you, it will stop you, and fear will motivate you. 
Totally mm-hmm. different ball games, man. Mike done been through some shit, and that's <laughs> that's why he's so motivational. And, and and as much as you can tune in and listening to him, mm-hmm. it's worth it for sure. Yeah, you gonna yeah. learn something messing with Mike. Yeah, you gonna yeah. laugh he, too. He, you know, he came from a dark path, and then yeah. you know, custom auto got into his life, and that's what. That's what really put He'll him He'll tell on. you it's the toad. It's the toad. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. It's the toad, man. It's the toad. He'll tell you it's the toad. Yeah. You come to the ranch, man. You got to come to the ranch. I don't want to debo it, but I do have another question. As, a, as, oh, as, as Keep a, it flowing, you know, baby. Rapid the, fire. I guess the question that I would ask is how much is um, competitiveness or being a competitor, a fierce competitor, um, a motivating factor in you guys? I know because we all come back from come from an athletic background, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does that translate to your business or your you know your approach to whatever you're doing professionally or however you you know whatever facet of life you're in? How does your competitive juices, your competitive nature, uh, affect your motivation? Um, competition in in my mind is constantly there. Mm-hmm. It what's it's really funny. I don't know. I have these random stupid things, you know, like if I'm out running, you know, going for a run or anything like that and I'm like, you know, I I have competitions with myself to see if I can get to, you know, this Biggest next tree or yeah. whatever, you know, whatever the, you know, the next point, uh, you know, the next turn or whatever. I try I try to just compete with myself and and you know, if I start getting tired basically, you know, I I go with that uh What's his name? David Goggins route of you know killing that inner bitch mm-hmm. and yeah. you know getting the, killing that demon. So he's interesting. Um, yeah. He's a very interesting very. guy. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean competition is is I, w- I don't want to say I'm an overly competitive person, mm-hmm. but competition is is at the forefront of my mind basically with everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Competition. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, trying to go towards goals and everything like that, right? Competition is just, it's at the forefront of my mind. Now, I'm not hyper competitive to where it, you know, destroys relationships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely, you know, I definitely have been overly competitive yeah. <laughs> at, at points in time throughout my life. So, <laughs> yeah. So that always happened too. You were going to say something? I, I was just going to say, you know, I feel like, you know, competition, you know, teaches you to, put one foot in front of the other you know in a sense where it's no different than you and me when you took me to wrestle at pit mm-hmm. you were like just because of what you naturally do in sports you know some of the basics but if you train with me you yeah. could be a problem with your size and weight now granted i think i had you at that time by 30 40 pounds probably and you would kick my ass because you were good at what you do and, and wrestling was not my thing. Mm-hmm. But if I knew or had a, a year or two under my belt, mm-hmm. I could probably give him a run in a few aspects and then <laughs> lose still, but hold my own to where it's like, okay, there's certain things you won't get on me as easy just because I might have a weight difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like the motivation to push behind that. And I think that when you taught me those moves, I took them and applied them. Yeah. To security, yeah, did. It was just one of those things where it's like, I like this. You know, it's like well, a lot of the guys did dip, you know, wrap, square. Te- now you got you, now you got techniques to match. You got a technique to match technique, the skill. When yeah. you talk about all you saw was head, mm-hmm. feet. Mm-hmm. It's well, I had to well, learn yeah. that from you know <laughs> Mr. Hall himself. The underhooks. Hey, I mean, putting, oh, yeah. You know, putting your arm up underneath somebody and, and I ain't gonna lie, stuff. I learned to freak that over the years, man. <laughs> People. <laughs> <laughs> my moves, my moves was silky smooth, man. man I'm gonna slam you with my mind. <laughs> Thank you. People don't get that. They be like, "What do you mean?" I thought, no, it's 
I, we tried to control the room with our minds. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, a simple look. People would just all right, shut it down. Yeah, man. You know, but. I'm gonna make you run. I'm gonna run into that pole. I'm not before you know what I mean. Just, just turn around and then as you run away, run into that pole. Job well done. Thank you. Hey, you unclasped that watch with your mind. Kind of just slid it right off that dude's wrist. Yeah, hey, yeah no, nah, that's, that's that's no. I think competition. You know, competition is. It, in my mind, is extremely important. I Competition think is healthy. It's it's a measuring stick too, right? Like you know, it, it you can have you can have your own you can have your own goals and mo- and you're motivated toward that goal. But you could ha- see somebody with a similar goal and they're taking maybe an extra step. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking two steps every time you take one step. Mm-hmm. And so now all of a sudden, you know, you have a competition of okay this person is is going to achieve their goal before i do if i don't maybe you know add a so is that motivation it's almost like the carrot on the stick in front of the you know what i mean where it's like you can almost see your end game you can almost see your Mm -hmm. goal and that to some people that can spark that extra drive that needs to kick that turnover speed when now you're you're moving faster or doing what you wouldn't necessarily do or doing it without playing think, to the level of your competition. Playing to the yeah. level of your competition, and I think yeah. that that's you know iron sharpens iron. You yeah. know as we talk about, it. and I think yeah. that that's one of the the driving forces behind what motivates good friendships, good brotherhoods, and things like that. So mm-hmm. definitely, I think I have yeah. a different attitude about competition. Let's hear. Well. First and foremost, as you guys know, I'm highly competitive, just as you are highly competitive. I'm highly, but my attitude about competition is different in the regard that, um, not different in the regard that I, we both are, we've all touched on the fact that we are, everybody should be their own biggest competitor, like your own biggest competition, mm-hmm. right? But I look at it in the sense that, you know, athletically, let's just take the athletic field. Um, it doesn't matter to me if I am beating the competition, that's not enough for me if I'm not performing to my highest capabilities. Absolutely. Right? It's not enough for me to smash and run laps and annihilate my my competitor if if I don't feel like I'm doing all that I can do. Mm -hmm. And then another way for me to put it would be like, I think about when I was a little kid and we would play video games. Mm -hmm. It wasn't enough for me to beat the game. Now that I beat the game, I want to beat the game with the highest score. No fatalities, no losses, no mistakes. Right? That's just missions within side missions. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what does that speak to, though? That's a challenge. That's something you're seeking. That's something. And, and, you know, I don't know what the word would be where some might call that or label that, but I feel like. To others, that's what helps sharpen the tools in the, you know, in the box. So I use it as fuel and fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did you have another question? No, I was just thinking that was, about that. It's not. I mean, it's just. I want to win. I want to win in a way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's like I want to. How we win, man? Yeah. Just like you know when we used to go bowling. I, okay. Yeah, I'm going bowling and I'm coming in with the. House ball, and yeah. I'm gonna bowl a perfect game with a house ball. I don't yeah. want my own ball. I want to be able to pick up any ball and and, yeah. and just adjust and yeah. adapt and yeah. overcome. Yeah, yep. when we go shooting, I want to be able to be proficient in any weapon that you put in my hand. You Left know? hand, right hand. So I don't know. It's just a mentality. I think it's just, it's just a mental mentality. Uh, um, mental mentality, but <laughs> <laughs> I got the message. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Mentally, I say a lot of that. We'll like I said, it sure. definitely stems mental from mentality. <laughs> it stems Trademark. from the. The people we had growing up as influencers, you know, look at Muhammad Ali. 
Yeah. You know, look at some yep. of these people that. Kobe. In, yeah. The Michael. Mamba mentality. You yep. know, a lot of people talk about that. It's like, okay, well. Michael, Ray Lewis. Good oh, one. You know, Ray is, you know, Ray Reggie is. White. Ray Reggie is my White. favorite. Yep. Yeah. Yep. John Lynch. One other thing that you touched on in, when you were talking about, I don't know who you were talking about in the episode specifically, but you said hustle, right? Um, yeah, and I don't even know if this is a question. This is more of a statement that I've been really, really just been paying attention to as I'm watching people do their movements. Mm-hmm. To whoever this matters, to whom it may concern, make sure you understand the difference between a hustle and a passion. Absolutely. It's important because a lot of people are hustling and not understanding that they're missing the passion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And it translates in the product. Mm-hmm. So to whom it may concern, do with that what you want. Right. Nice. Yep. Hustle through your day, but don't hustle people. <laughs> Be quick, but not in a hurry. Well, yep. all the above. Yeah. S- sounds like a break is in order, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We back, we back, we back. Mm-hmm. We are back. Got a couple little questions to kind of get us on out of here for the, yeah, for the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll just kind of throw them out there and see what it is. We won't even pick a number this time. I feel like Ryan be losing. Them, so. <laughs> I, man, I always, I always hit the number. I hit the number on the head. I just feel like I win and lose at the same time. Because <laughs> you, you want to do it again? <laughs> I'm, gonna try your luck. I'm always the one. I'm like, oh, yeah, Brian won. Five dollar. Who won the, the booby prize? <laughs> um, all right. What would you do if fear was not a factor and you could not fail? If I mean, it's not. Failure was not a factor, or fear was not a factor. What would you do if fear was not a factor and you could not fail? And you could not fail. Could failure not was fail. not even a, a, a failure. Don't exist in your world. I mean. I guess I'd be flying and <laughs> <laughs> just having a merry good yeah, old time. Yeah. Thanos, he just, yeah. he just throw, throw that goal out there. into existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, throw I'm that tired goal of your presence. Uh, there's nothing. That right. There's, goal out there's there, nothing right? that I wouldn't do. <laughs> Dismiss. You said what? <laughs> and then rewind. Mr. Stewart, girl. <laughs> rewind time finally, and just <laughs> finally invent that money tree. Mm-hmm. No, now say what you were getting ready to say. Well, I didn't say it yet. I would solve. Everyone's problems. Ooh, okay. Hmm. Peace on earth. That's a there really go. good positive contributing citizen go. answer there right go. there. There you go. I love you all. Yeah. Uh, hmm. For Mr. Hall. Let's hear it. I don't know if this is good, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> Shout out to this lemon ginger tea with the fresh mint in it. Whatever it is, it's gone. Yep. <laughs> Drank that whole thing. That's great. Uh, let me see here. Uh, what were you doing when you felt most passionate and alive? Most passionate and alive. Man. I think I saw you dancing on your wedding day. Uh, I mean, that He's was that was pretty Does he passionate. Do the tissue roll? Come on, man. <laughs> most passionate... <laughs> Man, most passionate. Oh, swivel him. <laughs> God, oh, look man, at him cutting the red. Mm. He was out there directing <laughs> the band. Hey, yep, yep. Uh, man, most passionate in life, probably, uh, uh, probably, uh, trying to 
help alleviate some of the <laughs> symptoms of childbirth with my wife in, in the hospital. Ah. Man, doing the different, you know, holding her hand and help moving her from the bathtub back onto the bed, back to the bathtub, whatever it was trying yeah. to, you know, trying to make her as comfortable as possible. Um, you know, and just like, you know, doing some other, some other stuff in there that was, uh, you know, was very, I don't know, it was in the moment, you know, one of the most in the moment, uh, points of my life, I think was, was, you know, right there sitting in that room while she's, you know, pushing out, pushing out our son and everything. And just, uh, you know, there's probably not been another time where I was more focused than that right there. Just Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that whatever, you know, whatever was going on, I was trying to, you know, make it go as smooth as possible for her. And, you know, just, yeah, Hmm. in awe, in awe of the moment, basically just surrender to that moment. That's crazy. Hmm. Y'all got a question? You got a question, Trevor? Uh, I don't have any questions. Don't I, have I, any questions? I don't have any questions. Okay. I have a I have a quote that I like that I keep. You know, I I have it. It's in the back of my mind and and on the front the front of my mind and all over the place all the time. But, spit spit the quote, man, um, and then let's get out of here. We and ain't I got may the have said it. this before, right? But uh, embrace Pat. Well, embrace Pat always. That's that's always. I, I'm gonna get that tattooed <laughs> on my forehead. Um, <laughs> mental mentality. <laughs> mental mentality. Yep, that mental mentality. Uh, no, it's on the plains of hesitation. Mm-hmm. Lie the bones of countless millions. Where at the dawn of victory sat down to rest, and in resting died. I like that's, that. That's always been. That's yeah. always been my mantra. That's it, your bio. The link. first time. The first time. Yeah, it is my bio. Uh, link link in the bio yeah. at say that again bio podcast link. on Instagram. <laughs> we backwards tonight. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Mental uh, mentality uh, and bio link. <laughs> on that note, yep. anything before we get out of here? Okay. Nah, just uh, follow us, like, subscribe, rate, review, show all some that love. stuff. You know, show some love. Send us some. Send us some encouraging hate. messages. If you want to hate, hate that's your tea. Mm, we some, take it. We might not use it. But give us some criticism. We got a box for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, at say that again podcast on Facebook and Instagram, um, patreon.com slash BMG podcast. If you want to actually financially support the podcast, so. we need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, we'll put it out anyway. Where the so money we'll, <laughs> Snaps on we'll, the Petra. We'll put the podcast <laughs> out anyways. Uh, shout out to our, can we edit it, please? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to our Patreon, uh, patrons out there that are, that are throwing us some financial you know, support that, you know, we love that shit. Shout out to all the uh, motivational, motivated people out there. Yep. Stay motivated. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we got a new president tomorrow. First female VP tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Hope yep. For a peaceful transition. Wait, I, which one is bigger? That we got a new president or we got a female vice president? It's all in together, man. We just, yeah, we just mean, need to, we need the, we need that same. new world water. We need the dawn of a new day right now. So that alkaline water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, folks. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Be safe.